welcome. Welcome to the next installment of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a pop culture variety show for your ear holes with sketches, music, interviews, and games. I'm your host, Yummy Coco, a.k.a. Colette Prosper. I'm a comedy writer and filmmaker. On this show, we talk about everything from R.I.P. Battle and Albright to... And just like that, getting a Series 2 renewal. So we'll see that again. Um, There's going to be like a secondary reboot to The Real Housewives is kind of weird, um, where they have all the old stars um, in one show, but then they have the new girls in a new show. So we'll see what happens with that. Sounds like a shit show, but whatever. It's 2022 and, and this is all kind of a shit show, but we're living it. We're here. On this show today, we're going to be talking about the Gilded Age. So this all kind of relates anyway. So that's that's why I um, am opening with these uh, these headlines. So let's get into it. If you like this show, please give it a rate or review. It's how you can help people to find the show. Let's kick things off with a sketch called How a Robot Apologizes. Sketch. Sketch. A robot tries to apologize to a person after they've just taken their job. Hi, Taylor. You punched a hole in the vending machine. What do you care, robot that's replacing me at my job? My algorithm says you're sad about being laid off. Damn right I'm sad. I mean, you're a piece of brilliant AI technology, and I'm just a dude with no skills. Yes, I should feel badly about that. Why? You're a robot. Robots can detect things based on algorithms. Yeah, because, uh, robots don't have feelings. I know that. Everyone knows that. True. However, even though automation is everywhere and its penetration and sophistication are increasing, that doesn't mean that we can't be friends. Whatever, dude. I don't need a job-stealing robot for a friend. I'll be leaving now. Taylor? Yeah, robot? I downloaded this for you. What is, what, what is this? A card? It's a gift card for coffee. Thanks. What else does your algorithm tell you? It tells me that you're not going to find another job for several quarter cycles and that you are 70% likely to never bounce back from this job loss. Awesome. What else? Well, making foot videos on OnlyFans could be lucrative. Us robots are very observant. Aw, oh, man. That, that makes me feel real good that uh, I used to take my shoes off at work and, you know, you look at my squishy, squishy toes. My algorithm suggests that there are many customers that would pay for videos if they were done correctly. Wow. Thanks, robot. That actually makes me feel better. Introducing OnlyFeet, a new venture from OnlyFans. A robot may have just taken your job, but they can never take your beautiful, supple, squishy feet. Thanks, Only Feet.
How's it going? It's going okay. Okay. Winding down. Um, did I tell you I saw Slave Play? I saw you put it on Instagram. How was it? Uh, it's kind of crazy. Do you know what it's about? No, but I know it was like, it was a hot play, like pre-panty. Yeah, pre-panty. Yeah, like immediately, like, yeah, Yeah. early 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Jeremy O'Harris, he really knows how to generate attention and people follow him. I follow him on social media. Uh, he's also um, one of the producers on uh, Euphoria, and okay. the so what I I think I thought it was going to be something about like sexual exploitation over time, like from slave time to present day, like almost yes. like Orlando, like that that uh, that crazy movie with um, Tilda Swinton. Where she was like, it was time almost traveling. like time traveling. I thought it was yeah. like time traveling racist exploitation. But it turns out, uh, and spoiler, is that okay? For Orlando or Slave Play? Uh, the, the, um, spoil- well, Orlando's like oh, almost 30 years old. So yeah. No spoiler there. Yeah. But I'm kind of <laughs> spoiling that it is, um, it's about three couples okay. mixed couples uh-huh. who oh, no. are participating in some kind of like antebellum slave fantasy play do you know that from the beginning no you don't realize it until like act two and so you're watching it you're watching so would you the- recommend it going to see it I mean, there's a guy that like strips naked and it's kind of cool. And then you see this other man get pegged by his uh, female partner. Oh, wow. Um, so you're just kind of so like, don't take, Whoa. don't take your mom. Yeah. Although, I, although, you know, I feel like your mom would be like, oh, but <laughs> she as, would like she feels it. Like she's so- I feel like she would like it. Um, okay. There is a gay couple and it's uh it is she's a boomer if everybody's listening to this yes she is a boomer um but but yeah but it is it that's a really intense scene um involving a boot i'll just say that and then for the washington was in it right in new york no no okay i don't think she would ever do that i don't know it's too wrong Uh, yeah yes too much because if if that was her if if she was playing one of the couples then uh yeah she would be i don't think she would want to do that okay i just don't i can't imagine dignified yeah. Carrie dignified Russell. i was gonna say yeah yeah she is like yeah the she, epitome yeah. <laughs> epitome epitome I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> that, that's how i emphasize yeah uh, epitome, but is yeah, she, is she an A lister now? She is, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, she's not doing water. that. No, there's this cantaloupe, like when I Google slave play, oh, like, yeah, there's there is an element, there's a moment, or a honeydew, maybe because I see some honey. Well, it's a, it's a cantaloupe, okay, because uh, they're 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 trying to do like a watermelon moment. 
but there was no watermelon. So it was a cantaloupe. Which is always disappointing when you have cantaloupe in a fruit salad. Yeah. To me. Why? I learned to like cantaloupe. I always thought cantaloupe was second rate. Like it was like. It's kind of dry because they, they made it. They that they were saying that it was like kind of dry. <laughs> yeah. It's not a play. Like, uh-huh. If I see a fruit salad that has like pineapple and watermelon and grapes, they usually put that on the top. Yeah. And they put a bunch of cantaloupe on the bottom. Uh-huh. Sometimes so, you can get some really good cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is I I grew to like it. I always thought it was a second rate watermelon. Yeah, but it's actually really good. I love it. it yeah. But it has to be it has to be good ass yeah, cantaloupe, yeah. like fresh. Like, yeah, yeah, orange, right temperature, orange. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good fruit. So and we're back. Awesome. Let's get into my chat with cousin Carla about the Gilded Age. Hey, Carla. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Um, can I ask you an icebreaker question? Sure. What would you name your personal boat? Wow. Um, sunny days. Nice. Wow. 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 Um, I wish I knew. You? Um, I mean, I'd probably just name it after, after my, after me, yummy cocoa or, um, or maybe like maybe Lucas and I I probably yeah I don't know uh I don't know I don't know what I would do deep uh deep waters but that reminds me of the shark movie remember wet dream (laughs) I don't know uh oh yeah that there was that like shark movie deep waters I guess that was called deep deep waters um diver down yeah yeah, 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 that that uh that movie where they were just stranded in the middle of the ocean, like in Titanic, Leonardo's character, except they didn't have a board to rest on or something. Or did they? They had they had Why to Why did been, that movie do well? They, it's so I don't warm. know. It's yeah, so it's warm. crazy. Yeah. Like they didn't have anything. They were just treading water. Yeah, they were just treading water. She had her tank maybe that helped her float. I yeah, they, they had to float somehow. Yeah. But they were basically just out in open water stuck. I remember. Oh, we is saw it called it. open water? Yeah, open yeah, water. It's from 2003. Yeah, 2003. It had open water too. Wow. Ah, adrift. Maybe with Shark Week, it's a bit like, is that? In 2003. It was a pretty wild movie. So we're going to be talking about Gilded Age. Julian Fellows chronicles the social lives and melodramas of the wealthy New York elite in the 1880s and 90s. It's a historical drama, largely fictional, one of HBO's most popular series, or at least I think so because I feel like everyone's talking about it. We always talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone's always talking about it, even though it's like low key boring. Like Sean is like, I'm not watching this. I refuse. Like it was just too dry for him. Although he'd rather watch Billions. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? I wish I got into Billions. What's how many seasons is it in now? It's like in its 80th season. Yeah. And it's been renewed for like its 81st season. I'm like, just let it go. Like Axe, who was in Homeland, quit the show. He's not on the show anymore. So it's just like, just, just go away. I do love that guy. He's like, he's bald. He's in West Side Story Corey, too. Corey Stoll. Yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere. He works. He's everywhere. That dude is working. That dude works. They were like, 
whatever pandemic, we need Corey Stoll. I even like recently I'll have background movies on. Uh-huh. And, um, I had This Is Where You Leave Us. He's in that movie. I was like, this guy's everywhere. Yeah, he is. He was in Girls. He was in uh, the Romanoffs show. He was in, uh, I feel like yes. he was in that uh, Scenes from a Marriage. He gets, he's in the uh, Sopranos prequel. He is in Scenes from a Marriage. He is in Sopranos. Yes. Yes. That man works. He is a probably he a is. secret billionaire. Yeah. He gets so much I like work. his work ethic. Yeah. He, yeah. He probably has like no family because he's mm-hmm. just acting somewhere. He's acting probably right now as we're talking. But that's the kind of fame I like. Like he could still walk down the street. I don't think people will be like in his business. Yeah. He's a, a total character actor. Yeah. But like I know who he is and I'd be like, yeah. hey, Corey, hey, Corey, hi. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, thank you very much. Thank you for yeah. recognizing me. Oh, I, I love it. Junior Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Soprano fans are crazy. So yeah, he's not walking down the street normally. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But like, you know, he put on a cap and some glasses. Yeah. He, he he's around. nondescript. Yeah, very. Which is why he, this man works. Yeah. He works all the time. So, but uh, he's not in the Gilded Age, though. He didn't get on that show. No, he didn't. I think that was it. Was maybe uh, well, season maybe over not yet. this season. Yes, yes, <laughs> season's not over yet. And then I think it's been renewed, so there's always a Corey Stoll possibility. Because I mean, that's that's where you make your show pop. It's like, oh, you did all Where's these right Corey things. But did you get Corey Stoll to be in your show? Yeah. No. Oh well. Yeah. Okay, so. You know, there's uh, there's no place better that underscores Gilded Age's wealth and inequality than New York City. Like it's uh, it's it's the perfect spot for 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 this kind of uh, storytelling, um, and it 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 feels very close to how we're living now, where you have like this huge disparity. You have like the uber wealthy. You know, you have the Jeff Bezos. You have the um, Elon Musk's, you have the Kardashians, you know, we're all obsessed with them. You know, Elon Musk is telling Putin, like, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. And, and whoever wins gets Ukraine. Like, he's such a jerk. He's playing and risk. He, he, yeah. And, and, and we read articles about him. He's an idiot. He needs to like shut his mouth, but like he, he talks and he has money. He can do that. You know, right now we're talking between episodes seven and eight. The finale will probably air. March 21st. Our episode, our chat is probably going to air sometime afterwards. But what are your thoughts about this show overall? It's a very slow pace. I do get distracted sometimes yes. when I'm watching it. It's a washing dishes kind it's of show. Washing dishes, doing my invoices, I'm self-employed, yes. uh-huh. like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, like I think I told you I was watching episode five. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, did it end? Did I see- how did this show end? And you were like, the accident? I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> the accents are very affected. Yes. It's like, especially Mrs. Wilson. Is that the Nouveau Riche lady? The Nouveau Riche lady. There is a Wilson family that's kind of in and out, but like, and they're based on the real, real people, but the Bertha Russell. I think he's who you're talking about. The relationship, and I got into this discussion with a friend of mine. 
mm-hmm. the relationship between uh, the black young black lady Peggy and uh-huh. Peggy and the niece. It feels very forced to me. Marion Brooke really feels forced. Okay. I'm like, would this, I guess I'm just like, would this friendship have blossomed? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily blossoming when Marion went to, uh, I don't know if you remember. I do When she went, she went to Peggy Scott's family's house in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. thinking that she was going to like some slum and to see some poor people. And she brought a bag of old shoes Mm -hmm. and was surprised to see that, like, they had a maid. And then the maid's asking for my calling card. And then she sees her parents and they're well-dressed and they're, you know, they speak, they speak English good. And what is this? What is this? A tidy home. And yeah. Yeah. She was like, Oh my God, you're like middle-class. Yeah. So uh, I feel like it was after that, that Peggy was like, I can't mess with this girl anymore. I'm just, I'm just cordial. Yeah. And she's kept her distance. I feel like since then, I feel like I wish Peggy was the main story. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish Peggy was the main story and we saw more about like uh, that African-American life in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, well-to-do parents, the publishing house mm-hmm. or the printers. Um, and that like these wealthy women were the background. They're just not that interesting to me. Yeah. I, I, I can appreciate, I appreciate the wealthy women in the talk about like the, you know, the nouveau riche versus the old money. I like that stuff. Uh, But yeah, I would love, like if they did a spinoff, I would love to be a part of a show like that. I would love to do something about those communities uh, because like we, we don't know a lot about them. Yeah. So, you know, thanks to Julian Fellows, who is a, a an aristocrat uh, uh, in England uh, yeah. who who brought this show to life uh i feel like the whole black storyline was kind of like put together at the last minute 2020 yeah they were like yeah they were like oh how can we make this show pop how can we make this yeah. different than downtown abbey cuz it's oh. basically downtown abbey new york yeah, it's New York, yeah. it's New York down, down Abbey. It's like, how can we make it different? Oh, we'll have some black people. We'll be colorful, and then yeah. they they have they have a black storyline, and so they they kind of put it together. But you know, it's HBO and uh, it's Julian Fellows, and so they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, it's such an interesting period in American history uh-huh. between the 18, 1870 to nineteen hundred. Yeah, like America's starting to boom. Right. And that, yeah, like, and so, like, all their old world society is clashing with the new money. Yeah. But, like, I'm sick of the half story. So, I'm so happy they have Peggy in there, too. Because uh-huh. what was happening in the Black community? Hello. They built the United States. What was going yes. on? Yes. And so, yeah, I, 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 I do like that time period. It's kind of hard to mess it up. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, you know, sometimes when we look at it with our like the silliness of the aristocracy, uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's interesting, and it's like, like they really took seriously that somebody um, dated a a widow, or like, and yeah. that you're not seen with the right person, or like, 
how that every, can ruin your reputation. Every step, every yeah, step, every is like, judged. Yeah, yeah, that's really hard. Like that was hard to live in as a yeah. as a woman, especially. And if you're a broke man, I mean, you probably just want to jump out a window. Yeah, that's why like Bertha's character is really interesting because she is so ambitious. She's just as ambitious as her husband, George Russell. But because she's a woman, she's only relegated to the society life, to parties, to, uh, you know, social maneuvering. That's that's all that she is able to do. I mean, it helps him greatly because if she's in with the Astors, then he's in with the Astors and then he can get, um, you know, more access to things because he's trying to expand the railroad and do whatever I think he wants to build. Like, it seems like he's basically trying to build Grand, Grand Central Station in order to be able to do these things. He needs the um, the uh, to be accepted into yeah. the old money circles. And so yeah. she can she can provide that. So the women do help in that in that regard but like they're not robber barons they're not um politicians they they're they're only you know uh their only way of working is like society yeah and um i mean he's such a visionary but he's a man so mm-hmm. and he's going to make money so he'll be accepted in that business world but yeah you need the whole package the society wife now i'm not clear is he from Money, like how did he, did they explain that later on, like how he was able to be such an investor? No, it seems like they are self-made, not, it seems like they're not from New York and they're self-made. And because of that, people like Aunt Agnes are like, yo, that's, that's nouveau money. I don't want that. Because he's big money too. I mean, that house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has big money. He has better lighting in his house yeah. than than they do. Um, he has a lot. He has a lot more amenities because they have more money to throw around. But they just don't have that that heritage. Yeah. And so, so it's like they they have you know that one up on them. Yeah. But it reminds me so much of Haiti, which is why I wanted to talk to you about it. Because like the the stratification in Haitian society is it's like this uh, caste system that was brought about in like the early history of Haiti when it was a French colony. And and it's something that that has has stayed in the in the culture. And so something that like even though I grew up in New Jersey, I was aware of and I was always um, aware of. Uh, of class and the idea of class, but I didn't know my class standing per se in Haiti until you told me, and I was like a teenager. What did I think? Like you, you, you explained. She was like, "You're, you were like, we're middle class," and I was like, "Really? What do you think we were?" I have no idea. I mean, I guess you know, because I, I guess the way I would see it was like there's the the bourgeois class and then there's the not bourgeois. Oh, class. like it's kind of like a dichotomy. Like it was just you're, one you're or the other. In or you're out. Yes. Oh, it's so one much or more the complex other. than that. And it's Binary. changed. And it's funny. Today I was just saying, I was just telling my aunt, yeah. it's changed and I've mm-hmm. noticed it's changed. It's like with immigration, with drug money, with uh. um, um, so they're like Pablo Escobar's kind of 
Oh yeah, like yeah. It's, it, the the social classes have they're not like what I knew growing up. Like I always like I probably told you we're middle class because you know we come from families with professions. Mm-hmm. People eat, you know, but uh, but there's people who are much wealthier than us. Yeah, there are people who are, you know, high high uh, high middle class or upper middle class yeah and of course there are people who are lower class there are people who live in poverty so there are different like stratifications and um but then the the people the people who do have money uh there are a lot of families that have like european passports because they had a italian grandmother or like a german great grandfather and so they've been able to retain these european passports study abroad study abroad and yeah Yeah. live abroad Uh uh-huh live abroad uh get benefits get like another thing i saw about my aunt like welfare benefits oh from these other countries these other countries other social benefits um yeah there's definitely that and did you do you enjoy geology did you get a chance to look at that facebook group Oh, I it's there. Okay, so there's a new uh, Facebook group that you invited me to join. It's a little weird. It's it's almost like um, it's not like 23 and me, but it's almost like, are you my cousin? It's it's almost like it's almost like that kind of page. Like people post pictures of family members and they 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 say a little bit about themselves. And it's almost like you look at it and you're you're like, is that my cousin? I found okay, a cousin no, that's on not it. My cousin. And, oh my god! So you did find and a like cousin. A legit, yeah. So so were you like, is that my cousin? And then you I, investigated. I, 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 I didn't want to do it on the page. I DM'd him. I was like, you gotta be because his name is my um, my grandmother's older brother's name. Oh, so it turns out he's my great uncle's grandchild. So, are they on the East Coast or are they? Yeah, they're in Virginia. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, what happened? So, some people do do DNA tests, and um, even Darnell did it, and it popped yeah. up that she has a cousin that we know, and she knew he was her cousin. Yeah. But so yeah, it's interesting. Some people do post their results and the names they got out, but it is a lot of like, because we are like Haitians have been migrating for a while now right and so we have a lot of stories that are left behind Mm -hmm. so people will be like you know my mom migrated to Canada I don't know who her family is yeah are you my cousin are you Joseph from (laughs) Ocap and then I don't know they keep on hashtagging March Madness I'm like is March like National DNA what are they doing I don't know or maybe everybody loves basketball fan and and but one thing I gathered from that Uh when you're talking about like Haitian stories, we always assume that like we're all um, descendants of slaves, descendants of slave owners, and you know, it's that that mixture or stuff like that. But there was a lot of immigration to Haiti in the early 1900s and even yes. before. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, my family's from Cuba or Puerto Rico, or, you know, we came from Libya. Apparently Libyan Christians came to Haiti a lot during that time. Yeah. Um, we're from and, Europe. And, and, yeah, and uh, there was the 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 Oli family, uh, Oli or Holly, as you'd say in English, from America, 
they were from um, an area, maybe Connecticut or Massachusetts. My my cousin Chris Lane, who's oh, been a guest, uh, did a study. Yeah, yeah, she did a study on that family, and we're related to Olise. Um, but they they immigrated. I think it was a like a a, a minister or something, and uh, they traveled to Haiti and settled in, in Haiti. Is it the from same America. on both sides? Because yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So I have Oli on my mom's side and on my dad's side. Yes. And I think that they, yes, they are related. Yes. One and only. And someone got on her nerves once because he was like, Oli, Oli isn't Haitian. And she was annoyed because like, why? Another cousin ripped uh, our cousin whose last name is Oli. Yeah. Of course, we have another cousin. And I always say, tell the joke, Pipi Oli. Really? So there was a cousin. Your dad, did your dad tell you that joke? No, no. Um, because I, no, I was, I was there. Like, oh. because we have a cousin who in, you know, when they were a little, a little kid and I'll be very vague. Yeah. Used to wet the bed and they would make fun because, you know, and I, I think, you know, thinking back, I'm like, that kid was experiencing trauma oh. and was wetting the bed. Because they were dealing with trauma. Yeah. So, but no one knows that. They make fun. They were making fun and, um, and, and calling that cousin Pipi Oli, which Oli is in bed, not H-O-L-L-Y. The, the spelling is different. Pronunciation is very similar. And they're like, oh, why don't you go back to your family? Oh my God. Yeah. So I remember that. Well, yeah. And if you're listening, <laughs> I'll be listening and I'm sorry I'm sharing this. But, you know. But we recognized it was trauma. That was trauma. Yeah. That was trauma and making a joke. And, but I mean, all is forgiven, I'm sure. Of, yeah. Of, I mean, uh, I'm sure I, had a similar thing, like, I, I can't speak for that person. Uh-huh. I remember sleeping over at my grandmother's house and I started to throw up. Uh-huh. And they're like, ha, 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 she's throwing up. So people than being wherever, like- yes. <laughs> wherever you are, people I get it. Yeah, rather than be like, are you okay, Carla? You're throwing up. Yeah. Yeah, caring. I That took me a long time to like, if somebody was going through something and it's like, oh, wow. I should show empathy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. really? Are you okay? Do you want water? Are you okay? Yeah. Are you that, okay? I was a full ass adult when I realized that that was the thing to do. Yeah. Um, growing up, it's like you make fun of that person. And and that's not cool. But that's uh, that took me a long time. But anyway, Pipioli. And um, yes. Okay, and that also brings me to Michelle Benet. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, because Gilded Age also makes me think about Michelle Benet. Of course, um, you know, the Gilded Age, it's set between the 1880s and and 1890s, but, like, even even now you could say we're going through, like, a kind of Gilded Age with with the wealth disparities, with um, all the technology, the all the advancements that are happening like even like the covid vaccine how it just came about so quickly and um and it 
it's helped us in a lot of ways. I mean, we still don't know everything that there is to know about like how to treat COVID, but like, you know, again, that was a, that, that it was a huge feat that they were able to create this vaccine. Anyway, it's just an example, but there's so much more things that are happening right now. Anyway, back then in the, in the 1980s or I guess 70s with uh, late 70s with the, the Michelle Benet who was married to Baby Doc and Baby Doc ran Haiti after his father passed away. It was he inherited Haiti like as if it was like a monarchy or something. He inherited um, the the throne of the presidency. He was not elected, uh, but like I follow her on in I follow his ex wife Michelle Benet yeah. on Instagram, and it is wild. Just the denial. Yeah. She like sails the, the sea of den- denial. Yeah. And I, I, and I find it, I, I, cause I, I have a character that I've, I, I've created and I, um, and I always thought of, of, of her when I was writing this character, just someone who was just like ultra chic, somebody who's, high class like she is somebody of like you know the high class society um she had the good name the good family um you know she's definitely like a bourgeois family like there's no there's no sort of like um there's no fuzziness about that uh, and so she marries the the heir apparent and then he ascends to the president and so then they have this like glitzy glamorous uh you know president first lady relationship and 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 amid like violence people getting murdered uh just horribleness just really horrible things that were happening in that in that uh country at that time in the early 80s like late 70s early 80s would you say is that yeah. correct yeah, yeah. she was uh, dethroned in 86 yes so they were finally the US thrown was out with her in u.s was like bye girl yeah. bye however girl bye they 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 get thrown out they get um exiled to france and then for like 10 years, it was just a, a succession of, of uh, different leaders one by one, right? Yeah. Like it was like, you know. I mean, my, the I, aftermath was a disaster. So she used yes. that to justify like how it was, right? Yeah. So what I do you know. mean the aftermath? I mean, like you said, like after Juvalier left, it was president, it was president after president, unstable yes. governments, coups, you know, lack of resources, embargoes. So she's like, it wasn't like that when I reigned. Yeah. It's almost like uh, like Trump saying how like, oh, well, you know, Putin, Putin wouldn't have done what, I, what he's doing yeah. now if I was still president. Yeah. Which is like, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think so. But- but yeah, who's to say? It's very convenient, I guess, for yeah. her to say that. But the, it's just like you. She shows. She shares these pictures of that time period. I know. That's what I'm looking at now. 
And it's very disturbing because like, you know, she's wearing, she's beautifully dressed, beautiful yeah. events, gorgeous. Her wedding was, I think like millions of dollars back, back in the day, yeah. um, like over 40 years ago and she got married and it was gorgeous. But I think it was all like taxpayer money or like it like. Yeah, it was, of course. Like, yeah. Like this wasn't just, uh, you know a parent paying for their kid's wedding i think this was like you know the the money that belonged to the country to the people and 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 just like the way she she um reminisces about this time period it's yeah. it's as if like it was a magical gilded age time yeah and and you read it and you're just it's it's a little sort of horrifying did you see what the 60 minutes when the Pope went to Haiti? No. Oh, yeah. Like so Pope, the, this Pope? No, it was like um in the 80s. Oh, John Paul. Yeah. Oh, that was huge. Yeah. And so she's dressed in her magnificent clothing and there's like so much poverty. And he oh. like <laughs> Did they like sweep them out of the way, like with a broom? And he was just like, yo. <laughs> I mean, the Catholic Church is super flawed, but he was like, this is awful. Like, you know, the and he's here to see the poor. And I don't know, she's giving him this show. Like, is he, oh, is he so cute? <laughs> this is so cute, right? Like Anna Delvey, like, oh, hi. Yeah. I These broke ass people, they need to, uh, they need to step aside. I'm with the Pope right now. Excuse yeah. me. I'm and she'll write like columns. Yeah, like analysis and political. It's like, yeah, she it's feels like, herself. She's feeling she's herself. She's feeling herself. She's feeling herself. She feels like she's standing up for something. Yes, um, and we say this, but we, we, you know, we do have a a relative that's married into the yeah. family. So it, it's, and that's also another thing too that that reminds me so much of the Gilded Age is names. So like. Because I grew up recognizing names like, you know, I, I remember telling my mom about Arcade Fire and there's a uh, Regine Chassang in the in the band. And my mom's like, oh, I know Albert Chassang. I know this person. I know that he's your cousin or this person yeah. is your cousin or they're from Jeremy or whatever. So it's just like I'm not sure if that that's correct. But like, um, you know, I grew I did grow up, even though I was in New Jersey, like I, I would recognize names because like you you would see someone's name or meet someone and then you'd realize like, oh, that person's related to so and so. So I always knew yeah. how to make connections that way. And so like Bertha, like Bertha Russell, you see that a lot in in that like when she's always because she's that's her job is like the social maneuvering person in that in their family so like um when her daughter's telling her stories like oh i i saw carrie astor at oh carrie astor so it's like you know like her brain you know, is like working over brain 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 frequency like yeah, yeah on fire because like she's she's programmed to know all of these names skimmerhorn aster yeah russell you know is Wilson. that the one you should hang out with is it not yeah 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 this is the person to know that's the yeah so i i feel like that that was something in in haiti too so like oh, benet yeah. or like um oli <laughs> oli not yeah. you know but like you know the, and the um, names change so yeah. that's a hard pill for the upper class to swallow that uh -huh. like your name isn't because like 
um, there's old families, right? Yeah. And then the family disappears. They have girls. They marry. They have different names. Uh-huh. So yeah. So um, it's it's a lot to keep up with. Like whose cousin are you? Oh, but she's oh she's prosper, but she's a dipest too. Like don't yeah. know who your mom is. They'll be like oh, but she's la foto by the mom. Right. Like, yeah. Because I yeah when I was in France and one of our cousins introduced us introduced me to someone. And they they did not recognize my my father's name. Oh, but he's a doctor, and he did this and that. And it's it's like going down his resume. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh my god, I had a similar experience because uh-huh. Colette and I we come like our, we have a lot of uncles. It's a big family. Yeah. So it could be that they don't know my father. Yeah. It could be, and that they know another uncle. Uh-huh. But um, I was with another cousin, and yes. I met his um his in-laws mm-hmm. and they couldn't place my father and they're like almost questioning that I was of the of the prosperous yeah well, who are you Gee, really I don't know Gee. I know Sheen I know Lionel uh-huh. I don't know down Gee. the line going and down the cousin line, I was with names. was getting annoyed too and he was yeah. like they lived in the states for a while like and yeah. it's just, it was like annoying. Like, what are you trying to say? I'm not, I'm not a real one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that happens a lot where it's just like they, you know, yeah, your resume. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. It's like, where do you come from really? Yeah. So, so that I, I definitely relate to, but let's talk about like, who's an actual person on the show. So like, are there, their names that you recognize, uh, family names, like, who do you recognize and think is a real person on the Gilded Age show? Um, well, Aster, that is she. she yeah, because like, like Aster, yeah, please. <laughs> Shimmerhorn. Skimmerhorn, like Hoyt Skimmerhorn, Skimmerhorn, train stop. Yeah, the G. Yeah, There's the another, G. Big up yeah. to the G, G train. Uh-huh. Um, I forget. But it's a big American family. Aren't they on it? Um, Rockefellers? No, they don't talk about Rockefellers. Oh, well, the Russells are are based on the Vanderbilts. Okay. And then... Oh, they uh, are? So the Vanderbilts yeah. were like... Oh, okay. Because the Vanderbilts were Nouveau Riche. Oh, they were? And so Anderson Cooper is... His family was Nouveau Riche. Even though, oh. like, you'd think that, like, he was from... Uh, because you you you're he's known as being it from like an aristocratic family. Because of your mom. Yeah. Oh, but, but you're like, saying they were nouveau riche. Okay. But they were they were essentially nouveau riche. Um, you know, railroad ro- robber barons. But when do you stop being nouveau riche? I know, right? Because what happens is, like, we have a cousin who's like folie de grandeur, if you will. But I yeah. remember she said. She would never let her child marry Michael Jordan. Yes, child. yes, yes. We have a cousin. That, yes, and I'm like, really? First of all, your kid would be lucky to go to the same school, being the same circles. Hello, as this yeah. child. Also, so probably not listening. She's probably not listening to this. Oh episode. yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Or she, she probably forgot she said that. Or like, how would I know that? Yeah. But like, or he. Uh-huh. But anyways. Um. So it's like, when do you stop being nouveau riche? When is it like, because when I went to school, I went to school in Haiti with some people who came back with like American dollars and they were like in big business. Yeah. And their kids went to like top schools and 
they build huge houses. So like, do their kids get rid of the nouveau riche title or will their grandkids like? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you actually shed that title. I, I feel like, I mean, Anderson acts very uppity. Even the Kardashians, like in the Kardashians, even the way they act is very nouveau riche. Yeah. Um, the way that Trump's act is is nouveau riche. Um, I think the eighties changed everything. Yeah. Tell us. Like, I feel like the eighties is just like money. Like it doesn't matter, especially in yeah. the yeah in the United States. Just like make your money. We don't. You don't have to be classy. Yeah, it's not like back back then. I mean, you you would not be seen with yeah. so like you know, uh, Caroline Astor would not be seen with someone like uh, Mrs. Russell, Bertha Russell, right away. Like Bertha Russell has to be like seriously vetted before she hey. can hang. So yeah. it's it's like you know, Mean Girls or something. And it's like you you know, or like some kind of weird sorority. It's like you really have to like prove yourself. Um, and then be right in the right crowds to get attention. Did you ever watch Housewives of New York? Yeah, of yeah, of course. Do you remember the Australian couple? Do you mean the one that lived in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, yes. Yeah, so, so it was the, the Australian husband, husband and the um, Alex, Alex something. I used to McCoy. see her. Yeah, yeah. I used to see them in Brooklyn. I used to see them like on Smith Street. Uh huh. They were they were like very clear on the show. They're like, we want to be in New York society. That's what we. Yes, want. they were so Bertha Russell. The Russells they were yes. like, yes, Jersey. They were they're all nouveau riche. Yeah, Jersey, all like, of them. We're nouveau riche, and it's but, okay. And it's, it's acceptable. Okay. The L.A. one, Beverly Hills. There was, well, they were all nouveau riche. Well, it's funny Except because Vanderpump, maybe. Well, Vanderpump, I feel she's like she, she's British and British yeah. people are super into class. I think that's where we, yeah. we all get it from is that they're very much into class, into money, into names. And you can't really transcend the class. Even if you do have money, you still have this uh, sheen of, of you know, whatever you were before. Um you can't you. enter the portal. You can't. Yeah, even try as you might, but you're you're still you're still of that of that line. So like um like the, one of the characters, Sylvia Chamberlain in the Gilded Age, she's based off of Arabella Huntington, and it's interesting because like we go to the Huntington all the time in LA. We you, you went there. It's beautiful yeah. Huntington Gardens. And she has uh they have the Huntington Library, which has a lot of really beautiful art. And it's all based on um it's all from Ar Arabella Huntington. And and the character Sylvia Chamberlain is also a big time art collector um with the scandalous past. Uh, so Arabella Huntington in real life also had that like scandalous past, um, also wasn't really accepted in New York society. So I guess they decamped for California, uh, cause I guess, you know, in California you, you, they don't have, it's like, you know, it's the wild west. It, people are more open. Yeah. I guess. Although in California there exists a blue book. Uh, I don't know much about it, but I'm in it. Ooh. by marriage 
So it gets it's updated. Random. It gets updated, and I was I was put in that. I haven't seen it in like over ten years, but I it's at my in laws' house, and because of my mother in laws' um, mother, uh, who was of society, um, she's in the book, and so because I am, you know, my husband is her grandson. I'm in there. I'm in that book. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, they don't know about me. So a little Haitian girl is yeah. in this like blue book. If you look it up, um, there's, you know, it exists. But anyway, so um, Arabella Huntington was able to like live her life in California. But like in New York, she was persona non grata. So I guess, yeah. I guess, um, you know. There's different rules. There's different rules. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, and who's also real on the show is the newspaper guy, uh, T. Thomas Fortune. Okay. He's a real dude. Um, he was um, he was born enslaved in Florida in 1856. Yes. He went to Howard. Um, he moved to New York in 1879. Uh, he became an uh, influential black newspaper man of that era. Um, he was editor of the New York Age. So in the in the show, it's a different title. Um, he organized the National Afro-American League, which was the precursor to NAACP. But he didn't, I don't know if he, he didn't marry Peggy. So Peggy's a fictional character, I guess. Uh, so I don't know if in the show they're going to get them together or like Peggy will meet some other, some other guy, but like he, he's based on someone real. Um, so, so what are, what are your other thoughts about the show? Um, I'm interested to see where it's going. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm enjoying the innocence of it sometimes, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry to call her Miranda. Yeah, I mean Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Nixon, she is like a very like gentle person. Aunt Ada. Yeah, Ada. She is yeah. really good. Yeah, she's really good. Agnes and, is always uh dissing her. Yeah. But I'm sure like something happens to her. She'll be like, oh my god, I need her. Oh, that's her that's her like you know, best friend. Like, yeah, yeah. She like when Aunt Ada possibly had that boyfriend sniffing around. Uh, I, I mean, she was in defense mode for for her for Aunt Ada for Cynthia Nixon, aka Miranda. But like, I think it was also like low key. Like, I don't, I don't want to lose her. Yeah, reminds me of somebody else. I don't want to be alone. Yeah. Yes. It of somebody else. Someone else in our family. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yep. So I like it. I'll be excited <laughs> to see where it goes. Yes. Um, I know you didn't what watch you Station about 11. So it's like. Rakes is shady. He's shady. The lawyer? Yes. Yeah. And she's and- like, <laughs> Cause uh, yeah, you know he's good looking. He yeah. wants to he wants to kiss behind you know in in dark corners. Yeah, um, you know it's kind of sexy in that in that way. But uh, but yeah, like Aunt A- Aunt Agnes has him pegged as just like a gigolo con con artist. Yeah, you know, she's seen his type before because you know yeah. she's a woman of New York City. She knows better. Yeah, he's, she's um, like, why? How come he's in that balcony? How do you get to do that? Remember? Yeah, she's so yeah, yeah. Um 
Marion is so like uh she just can't she's she's all twisted because like yeah he's he's ascending so quickly in society and people are, are hanging out with him and and she can't believe it which is possibly part of the reason why she's she's into him but he's kind of like a Connors he's kind of like Anna Delvey or like Elizabeth Holmes yeah you know like like Karn artists yeah but she she has not uh, caught on to the con yet. Yeah. What's interesting when you watch these shows, it's like nothing. Everything has changed, yet nothing has changed. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. Did you watch Inventing Anna? No, but I've heard about it. Are you watching it? I watched it. It's pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it's cheesy and it is... Uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of things about it where it's just like that wouldn't happen in New York, like especially especially it's based on a a writer from New York Magazine, which is kind of glamorous, like it's kind of a glamorous office, but they made it seem so grubby and uh and like fuddy duddy, like it it's not really like that. Um, yeah. The, the people are a lot more sophisticated than what they, they were They made presenting. it like New York Metro. I don't know if that still exists, the free newspaper. Yeah, Metro. Yeah, of course. Metro exists. I, I don't know if New York, because it's based on the, the Metro of in the UK, Metro oh, okay. newspaper in the UK, so, which exists. So I don't know if New York Metro, which I've written for. <laughs> I've, written, I've written for Metro. But, uh, but, but anyway, I feel like Shonda Rhimes um, caters a lot to like the Sheilas of Idaho and Ohio. Like she, she thinks of like middle America when she's writing about uh, anything. So it's just like, can Sheila relate to this? So I feel like she created characters that Sheila could relate to. But they don't feel Sheila being this 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 imaginary white woman. It doesn't feel sophisticated enough for you. No, not at all. It is not. Because if you're gonna con New Yorkers, you gotta be very like sophisticated. Right. And Anna Delvey definitely um she 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 was able to do that and and you know, everyone everyone likes a, a pretty white girl, so it's it it helps. Yeah. And you know, some people exactly like you're pretty, you're charming, they're not gonna double check your credentials. No, because that's how Elizabeth Holmes got as far as she did. That's how yeah. Emma Delvey got as far as she but did. But me, they'll ask for my LSAT scores. Yes. That's also what brings me to um, somebody because I, I really want to talk about Peggy too, but but also the the idea of um, Sally Richardson Whitfield. Not all the people when whenever I hear anything about Gilded Age, no one ever talks about Sally Richardson Whitfield. She's an executive producer on the show. She's directed episodes. She was this beautiful uh, like. Uh, of the time of like when Halle Berry was becoming like this big movie star, you had uh, people like Sally Richardson, you had, um, you know, Stacey Dash, like these were like the black women that were probably getting spotted at the Crenshaw Mall. And like people were like, hey, you're a movie star. I love you. Um, like very like black famous. Black famous. She was black famous. Beautiful, gorgeous. She was in Low Down Dirty Shame. Um, and, and a few other movies. Um, her husband was a TV star. Her husband was Robert on yes. Cosby show. 
anyway, she's an executive producer on the show and I was kind of shocked and I felt like, you know, cause like, you know, we're, we're talking in a month where like, yeah, Tucker Carlson, he wanted to see the, the SCOTUS nominees LSAT scores, totally racist. Yeah. Um, Jane Campion, like totally like made this like misguided comment at the critics choice awards about, um, Venus and Serena. Like she was like comparing like her, Critics' Choice Award win to yeah. like the thirty-year like incredible. They don't career. have to compete against men. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up with your Critics' Choice Award. Like it's not even an Oscar. Like it's just like um, all she had to do was just be like, "Oh my god!" Thank you. Focus on herself. Think, focus on yourself, or if you wanna say something about Venus and Serena, oh my god! Like I can't believe that I'm here yeah. with you in the same room. Then focus on yourself. Oh, and I, you know, I've worked so hard to be here. You know, she didn't have to say anything, and it's it just like you're not on that. You're not on the their level. You didn't have to live their life. They they have. Uh, you don't know yeah. you don't know their struggles you don't know their yeah. fights like yeah. they they've had it's like that in that Kendrick Lamar song all my life I've had to fight cuz they, really, they did. really did like incredible to get just to play just to exist everything like yeah. like they are phenomenal like don't don't compare yourself anyway so Jane Campion did that then uh you know Cinema Blend they um this critic tried to trash uh, turning red and that movie the it's the first feature length film by an asian woman and this guy writes a review like i don't get it and saying how it was like limiting and it's like uh it's about a, a coming of it's a it's a such a it's such a great movie it's a coming of age movie about a 12 year old girl uh who becomes a red panda it's like it's like allegory to poverty, to poverty, to allegory to uh, puberty, and it, there is a period element to it. But like, she doesn't get her period; she gets, she gets, she becomes a panda. Okay. So instead of a period, it's panda. But like, but still, like he trashed it, um, and the only, the only thing that he could say to trash it is that like, it, he didn't get it. Like, and it's like. And it's as if like he he himself has to get it. I don't I don't I don't know if I'm making any sense. But anyway, like show movies have to be made for him for him to understand. Yeah, Anything that's outside of his like experience. Is like what was that? Yeah, what was that? What are you doing? And yeah. it's like um so so anyway, I, I feel like I was like those people seeing Sally Richardson Whitfield's name attached to the gilded age you know yeah. Julian fellows and i was like i was kind of shocked i know and in the in the best way um but it's like i i was like what you doing here girl what's she yeah, doing what, here what you doing here hello excuse me with your black, lip gloss popping black, black famous like yeah and um, she looked like beautiful like lip gloss popping i, I was like what are yeah. you doing here what are you talking about yes but it makes I me, I mean, I it makes me, too. I felt terrible, but like it, it also like is so exciting and it makes me so happy that she's a part of the show. 
Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's like I re- I had to check myself. Like, oh yeah. my god, I'm I'm like these assholes. They're all these assholes yeah. that I'm We're like, oh, programmed. this person's assholes. Yeah, and then I'm like, I'm an asshole too because yeah. I I didn't think that she. I didn't think someone like her would would be working on a show like that. Yeah, I know. It's Wait. Like, you are a beautiful black famous woman. Yeah, so this is your box. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. oh, how refreshing! You're up in here producing, and you're yes, like, yes. Which, like, I, I'm like, okay, I I have to check myself. Yeah. Because I, you know, I want to be in that world and I want people to take me seriously. Well, that's on. Yeah, that's honest. It's an honest yeah. assessment. And I had to check myself too. Because I was like, why not? That's amazing. Yes, it's amazing. And, and she's doing do a great job. Do I know job. this woman? Do I know this woman? Do I know anything about her? No. No. Maybe she's been doing this all, you know. Exactly. Yeah. She got the job for a reason. And yeah, she did. 100%. We, we were, you know, we were sleeping on her. We didn't, yeah. we didn't realize she could turn it out like this. And it, it's, it's such a welcome surprise. And that, that's blown my mind. I, I feel almost like Marion Brooke with the bag of old shoes. And I'm just like, surprised, like, oh. So I, I I'm, um, I say this because, like, you know, it, it goes to show how how it's needed, how we need more more of these kind of stories. We need more of we need more of these kind of filmmakers to be making stuff, so that people like me, who craves this, is not surprised. So anyway, um, yeah, so Peggy, who's played by Danae Benton, is is great. I love her and I, I want more. I want to see more of her. Um, she, you know, she's the talented writer from a middle class family. Uh, if they did a spinoff, I, I would absolutely love that. Or if like the second season was more devoted to to her. That would be really cool. Her father owns a pharmacy, but like would rather see her work for him. Uh, but she wants to be a journalist. They don't want her to live in Manhattan. They want her to come to Brooklyn where they she wanna, can fully yeah. herself. And then there and occasionally like the white people in the Upper East Side, um, because that's the focus is on the people in the Upper East Side, you know, occasionally they they sure throw shade on Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like oh, which is which still happens. And I was like, oh, they were doing that since back then. Yeah, but it must have been so far to get to. Well, yeah, that's the Pennsylvania. Thing. I saw it took like three days. I was like, where are they? Going? It was like the train. It didn't take three days, but on the Amtrak. Yeah, when they're on yeah, the because train, it's not it like, like they had the sub. Yeah, because I was I was thinking about that too. Like, how did they get downtown? trolley slash carriage to yeah. get anywhere so yes and then a ferry to yeah. brooklyn a ferry to brooklyn or yeah or i think it's just a ferry oh that makes there sense wasn't a bridge yet yeah and then they don't specify where in brooklyn so i'm, I'm assuming if you yeah, took so, a ferry maybe brooklyn heights or something so yeah you take the ferry and then if you're like deep in brooklyn yeah train. yeah which is where i live i lived in flatbush so i don't know how they would get to flatbush from from where but so that would be nice that would be nice to see i would like to see this julian they did mention jersey city that's how they 
they like waited in Jersey City for the ferry to Manhattan. Uh, can we play a quick game? Sure. game because like so in honor of rakes who's probably a con artist and uh and even like there's the character turner we didn't talk about any of the the um the help uh so like you know there's there's turner who definitely wants more for herself she's kind of like bertha in a way um and uh in in that like just uh knows names knows uh she she's constantly like you know playing chess in her mind of like social chess in her mind um so you know she's gonna con her way into some kind of relationship eventually maybe with george we don't know yet but like but anyway in honor of like con artists and then like all these like grifter shows with like weird accents like the dropout inventing anna we crashed is coming out soon with jared leto so i want to play a game with you it's like a scammer survey Okay. So if you've lied about 23 of these 36 things, you're a total and complete con artist. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So Carly, you have to answer these honestly. How many of these things have you lied about liking someone's cooking? Yes. Liking someone's outfit. (laughs) These are all me too. Yes. (laughs) Liking someone's makeup. Yes. Yes. I mean, my whole life, I'm sure I made I don't remember, but. (laughs) Getting a better grade than someone. Yeah. Uh, Doing something you actually forgot to do. Yes. Your age. Yes. Yes. Your height. Yes. Yes. When I say yes, I'm I'm, I'm talking about myself, but Mm -hmm. uh, your weight. Yes. Yes. Hello. Yes, not liking a mainstream artist you're obs- you're secretly obsessed with. That's more me, but no, I, I embrace my cheesiness. Yeah, so texting someone saying you're almost there when you definitely aren't, and that's also me. Yes, but that's you too. Okay, that's saying your I'm on phone, my way. Mm-hmm. Saying your phone died when you just want to text someone back. Mm, I'm sure I have. No, died? No, I'll be like, I just saw this. Being, quote unquote, busy to avoid hanging out with someone. Mm. No, I'll be like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Oh, so you're truthful. So I mean, have I ever in my life? I'm sure I have. Yeah. The number of people you've slept with. No. You're honest. I think so, yeah. Like you never lied. Telling no, someone yeah, I have. I have. I have. Oh, you you have I lied? Have, yeah. I feel like okay. I have. Like I okay. embellished. Telling someone you remember them, but you totally don't. So the at uh Tiffany's mom's funeral, this girl totally remembered me. Oh. And 
I was like, I don't remember her, but I think I don't think I met her before. So uh-huh. I'd say no, because I'm usually at the un- I usually remember people and they don't remember me. It's not a self esteem issue. It just happens that like people don't remember me, but I usually yeah. remember the person. So no. So so you'll say that um, no. So you haven't lied. No. Okay. So agreeing with someone when you didn't hear what they said. Yes. <laughs> yes. Telling an ex. It's not you, it's me, when in fact, it's them. No. How many times a week you go to the gym? No. Saying that you loved a gift when you didn't? Yes. Telling someone didn't even see them there when you just wanted to avoid them? No. So you never lied? About that? Oh, I didn't see you? No. Like, oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> I feel like, no, because that's so lame. Yes. Yeah, you know so you so saw me. You like, know you saw me. I didn't, yeah. Just say it. Just like, Your oh, relationship sorry, you status. Busy. Yes. No. How you met someone. Um, no. Being on a dating app. Not applicable. Yeah, me too. We, uh, I just, I didn't really mess with those. Um, telling someone you like their hairstyle when it's heinous. It's heinous? I won't say anything. Yeah. You just won't say anything. Yeah. Insincerely complimenting someone just to get them to like you. No. Liking something just because your crush liked it. No. The meaning behind a tattoo. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Because really, it was just like, I just wanted one. I just got it. Yeah. And I didn't think about it. Like, please don't ask me. Just pick something off the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, how a past relationship ended. Not applicable. Saying you don't smoke when you do. Not applicable. What drugs you've tried, also not applicable. Not applicable. (laughs) (laughs) Your income. Yeah. Where you live. No, because it's easily verifiable. Where you work. Yes, verifiable. Where you're originally from? No. Easily verifiable. Giving, yes. Giving someone a fake phone number. Can't oh, yes. I feel like I've done that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you Ma- Made a promise you knew you weren't going to keep. Probably. In my whole blank, blank ages. Yeah. Yes. Befriended someone just to use them for something. No. Okay. Show me the results. You got a 19 out of 36. Oh, I was close. You're not a sinner, but you ain't no saint either, honey. So you tend to lie about the harmless things. So you're nothing to worry about. Congrats on not being the absolute worst. So it was pretty like, yeah, it was like, that was good. It was human nature, though, a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you, if you had to pick like which, uh, 
Gilded Age character you were, who who would you like most identify with? Um, Mr. Russell, I want to build railroads. Yeah, up in the streets. I don't want to be right. like drinking tea and like. Yeah, it's funny because like I, I always um I I always think about the moment where like Bertha was like, but you can't have be be uh be on trial because I have to hang out with Ward McAllister and I have to impress him and uh we're gonna have a ball. And then he's just like, Oh, believe me, I don't wanna be going to court, you know, believe me, I don't wanna stand in the way of your ball. But the way he said ball, I always I always think about that. So so if you wanna be like George Russell, you have to say ball. 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 I mean, I just like the women were so boring back then. They couldn't Yeah. Not that I'm like a ball of fun now, but it's like could you imagine just like sitting there talking about people all day? Oh, that's all they do. I mean, people like that still exist. I mean, we watch yeah. the housewives. They're that's they're true. totally like that. They just sit around and talk about each other. But they're uh, selling shakes too. Yeah. And make but fun of each other's trauma and yes. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sell shakes. That yeah. yeah. And so, like uh, diet shakes. I'm yeah. a businesswoman. Yeah. Yeah. But right. um yeah. I don't know. Life was hard for, and like those, the outfits are so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. The corsets. Um, and, and all social classes wore that. I'm like, the help needs like comfortable clothes. Yes. The maids were doing, it was a, it was a savage time. Yeah. The corsets can't talk to certain people. Uh, if you, if you make one false move, you're out. Like, uh, it's just you know, over with like that's that's not it's not a way to live but no. then you know you kind of have that now here with like twitter and stuff you say yeah. one, one wrong thing and you know all your you business can, is out yeah all your business is yeah. out but like yeah so i don't know i guess any time is any time is is might not be yeah. the right time yeah but i'm happy but, to be born yes yes thank when, you thanks yeah. thanks jesus thank you i mean in this uh, era Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, these exceptional times are quite hard. Mm -hmm. But what's making you happy these days? Um, I hate daylight saving time in the morning. Yeah. And then still dark. Still dark. But I love um longer days. Nice. A lot more sunshine. Yes. Um yeah, and just like wanting to live a little <laughs> you know like just like these last two years were so oppressing mm-hmm. so a little glimmer like you know this before the next surge like just enjoying the moment omg before the next surge I mean, Every, obama there's so has many COVID, right yeah like, obama obama has uh as of this uh when this comes out he would have heard hopefully he would have recovered yeah uh, but yes it's a it's a crazy time COVID is not over but a lot of people would like to think it's not uh but it's still yeah it's still around so yeah we uh, but for now the numbers are pretty good so yeah so let's just, just enjoy it just enjoy it yeah. be out in these streets it's like its consciously. own weather pat- pattern or something yes. COVID season so here we are. Totally. All right. So that's that's cool. What's um, making you happy, host? 
what's making me happy uh host uh thank you uh i guess um uh what's making me happy um i've been roller skating so like i go roller skating uh a couple times a week pure joy and pure joy just absolute joy yeah There's, that's a joy I, that's like yes <laughs> yes yeah. i go around in a circle and sometimes I like really skate hard, you like put your power music on? skate. And I have I have my head. It's I'll, I'll listen to my music, or sometimes I'll listen to a podcast, and then I'm just like power skating. That's nice. I'm just yeah. Going around in a circle, and it's an outdoor rink, and it's just super easy. And and I I'll do I'll time myself. I'll do like thirty minutes, and then afterwards I you know I, I go about my day. But yeah, it's just yeah exactly. It's pure pure joy. Um, there was like uh, I think. Before I had left the house, there was something about like um, an article about how California is going to get the big one, the big earthquake. And then, you know, we have the the war going on in, yeah. in Russia and Ukraine. That That's uh, really scary um, because, uh, you know, Putin's Putin's getting mad. He's getting mad, mad. you know big mad and then he he you know when you're big mad and you have uh you know some weaponry you you know it's just i don't you know i just i'm like okay i'm just gonna go roller skating i don't want to think about it so i'm just gonna go yeah. for a roller skate and i go yeah. and i and then i i'm like okay <sighs> i don't have to think about that right now yeah i'll just do something else also yeah watching shows like the gilded age um it has been uh um transports me um also watching old episodes of rupaul's drag race has also yeah uh taken me distracted me from from everything that's happening now i've been watching season 13 and uh in i that that's been great because i you know have my parents-in-law account so I, i'm able to uh tap into that so that's been really nice that's making me happy also it's just watching season 13 of drag race and hopefully i'll go back in time to catch up on the other shows. series that i missed huh do you find that you're watching a lot of older shows or not uh, not really. I'm not really, I feel like I, I'm, I'm always trying to watch what's new. So I, I keep, I, I haven't, I have not really gone back. There were a couple of times where I've seen like old episodes of new girl and that's fun. But for the most part, I don't really go back to old shows. I, I, I move forward in my, in my TV viewing. Forward. You, you go, you go back, you go back in time. The only one, the only, only which one old movies? Yeah. Yeah, I'll occasionally watch an old movie. But yeah. but yeah, it just like I have not um yeah, I've just been focused on like new TV, but old drag race episodes. Makes you happy. I don't know Makes something happened with happy. my attention span. I can't I can't get into series right now. And maybe that's why I stopped Gilded Age for a little bit. Yeah. I I could deal with a movie. But like yeah. and I oh, I started um Maisel. Yes, Mrs. Maisel's is pretty good. The this season is not it's not really hitting it as yeah. uh like the first season did. Even the first season's not perfect, but I think that this is it's sort of winding down. Uh but it, it's been fun. It's colorful. It's the 50s. So would you recommend it? It's a distracting. Like five, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's worth it because I I love Mr. Maisel. I love the the ex husband. I love oh, you him do? so much. I have like a little crush on him. Okay. Um, so I'm like, he's so lame as a character. Yeah, I can't get past his lameness. Yes, I think I think that they do give it. Yeah, he's gotten short shrift in a lot of the um, seasons, but I I do love him when he's able to have a moment. Yeah. it's it's always a good. I mean, he's moment. cute. Yeah, I yeah, I love him. It. Yeah, I love him, but like, I, I, the way the show is going right now, I don't know how they'll find their way back to each other, but we shall see. I'll yeah. just say that. But I was like, I don't, I don't know where you're at in the show. All four episodes in New York, like, I'm like, how do they drag this for four seasons? I mean, yeah, it's really, and, and there's a lot, cause like, you know, we kind of alluded to like white feminism, like yeah. with Jane Campion, there's a lot of that with Mrs. Maisel and that, annoys me because there's the storyline where are you in the show oh i'm like episode four for a season i'm very oh okay so so later on she's you can going tell me it's to, okay. okay so later on she's going to become friendly with uh, a johnny mathis type character named shy baldwin so it's like mm-hmm. a black r&b singer and she is going to be open being like she's going to be his opening act for a while and that's going to be really amazing for her but she, what she's going to find out about shy baldwin aka in real life johnny mathis is that he's gay mm. and at the apollo theater mm. uh, in the show she has this big gig where she's opening for him and she totally um outs him oh but not really, not like directly, but yeah. like in her jokes, it it paints him in a in a very specific light. Yeah. That like he wasn't ready. Like she she basically like like it was it was totally it was a Jane Camp like it was just like white feminism, like, oh, I can do this. This is funny. Yeah. It's funny. It's great. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah. it's like that was his business. That wasn't her place to do that. Um, it was completely uncalled for and wrong, which she does. Like that character does that, um, where she's just like very entitled, doesn't think before she talks and just runs her mouth. And so she ran her mouth. And so she, of course, lost the job. And so this season picks up from where that leaves off, where she got okay. she got fired. And she still doesn't come to terms with what she did and how she um, and, and how what she did was completely wrong and like none of her business to to do that. And just like 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 gross, like it was like it was gross behavior. And so she never like shows any remorse for that she's never she really called to tax to task to it no she didn't really like apologize to him like in there's a moment where he kind of said that to her like you you know you didn't have any right to do this and and she did she wasn't it wasn't really like i'm sorry i mean kind of but not really like it's it's all about like what's happening to her and what what people are doing to her and what's keeping her back from becoming famous but okay, maybe she gets in her way a lot you should watch it watch it no. it's fun it's fun it's a fun show otherwise it's a fun show i i i i watch it all the time 
Um, whenever it's on, I'm oh. I'm watching it. Also, Upload is up, and that's a good show. It's kind of slow, but it's pretty good. Also on Amazon. Anyway, but is this a Gilded Age to you? I didn't ask you that. Is this a Gilded Age to me? The current age? Yes. No. What What would you define this era as? Um, the twenties. Doom because it's definitely not roaring twenties. No, I guess the gloomy twenties. Yeah, doom and gloom. (laughs) The doom and twenties. Doom and gloom, and hopefully bloom. Hopefully bloom. Thank you, Carla. I hope so. Well, you know, the Gilded Age gave way to the Progressive Age. So hopefully this age, this dooming age will give way to, you know, a hopeful, a hopeful one. Inshallah. Yeah. Inshallah. Yes. Okay. So this has been amazing. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you next week. I'm Yami Coco. Keep your lamplight trimmed and burning. Bye.